It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Top Stories, I am Andy Zaltzman. We are going back to September 2012 now, and the start of the US presidential campaign. John was lacking in sympathy for Mitt Romney, as he suffered a challenging week, to put it mildly, in what remains the least terrifying and chilling presidential campaign of the last decade and a bit. Top story this week, US election news, Democapalooza 2012. Yes, Andy, the US presidential campaign has begun. Now, you might be thinking, uh, well, hold on. <laughs> Wasn't the first Republican candidate debate back in May 2011? So hasn't this already been going on for 16 months? Well, technically, yes. But that was just electoral dry humping, Andy. <laughs> this is where things get really hot and heavy. And Mitt Romney 
has had a bad, bad week on the campaign this week. Now, on the one hand, he's probably very upset about that. On the other hand, luckily, he still has a personal fortune of hundreds of millions of dollars. So <laughs> that should help the, make the pill a little easier for him to swallow. He doesn't so much have a safety net as a safety mattress stuffed with 300 million <laughs> single dollar bills. <laughs> Romney became YouTube's latest victim, putting him uh, in an, another exclusive club in his life, this time one that includes Kramer from Seinfeld and the testicles of thousands of errant skateboarders. <laughs> uh, he was caught on camera at a $50,000 a plate fundraiser back in May, uh, which is already a little awkward in terms of optics in the current economy here in the US, <laughs> unless, unless part of that meal is a check for $49,000. <laughs> The point yeah, is, during his a, speech... Or a raw unicorn testicle. <laughs> it's, during his speech, no one re- would begrudge that. Uh, he, was re- he was recorded talking about poor people with the tone of a Dickensian villain, saying, <laughs> and I quote, There are 47% of the people who will vote for the president no matter what. There are 47% who are with him, who are dependent on government, who believe that that they are victims, who believe that government has the responsibility to care for them, who believe that they're entitled to health care, to food, to housing. My job is not to worry about those people. I'll never convince them that they should take personal responsibility and care for their lives. Wow, Andy. (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard a sentence that feels more like it featured the word peasants, even though it technically didn't. (laughs) He sounds like a French aristocrat. He should be wearing a powdered wig and a beauty spot and standing next to a topiary kangaroo. (laughs) He might have been holding up a great big placard saying, I didn't really want to move to Washington anyway. (laughs) But So I guess he's a little politically indelicate, Mitt Romney, in a kind of eating babies at a christening way. But it seems that he's also kind of delusional and possibly entirely unhinged, because there didn't seem to be a great deal of factual background to this as he wrote off the poor, the old, the sacked, those left jobless due to the financial shittery of people like him higher up the economic food chain, the disabled, war veterans, people who've bafflingly chosen to devote their lives and careers to something other than the generation of mega wealth. That is quite a large <laughs> chunk of American society to basically just completely write off. Now, it's either very stupid or extremely confident because when there's only 53% of the population left, he must be pretty damn sure he can get at least 50% of those 53. (laughs) So, you're right. In less than 30 seconds, he managed to insult at least 47% (laughs) of the population. That's pretty good going. And any presidential candidate who wanted to torpedo their campaign, would be happy with a number like that. But did Mitt Romney stop there? Well, as the Mormon himself would swear, Andy, did he heck. <laughs> he, he also managed to insult the vital Latino and Jewish voting blocks. Two Ooh. blocks you are, Frank. You're go- <laughs> there you go. You, you hadn't even got to the shh of Jewish there, Andy, before you Pavlovianly <laughs> responded. Oh, no, Two I was blocks- the Latino, so I did a classic oh. degree. It's more the Latin, <laughs> right. the Latin thing I'm... The, uh, th- those are two blocks that you are frankly going to need if you're going to win Florida, which, electorally speaking, you pretty much f***ing have to. Uh, of Hispanics, he said, my dad, as you probably know, uh, was the governor of Michigan and was head of a car company, but he was born in Mexico. And uh, had he been born of uh, Mexican parents, I'd have a better shot at winning this. But he was unfortunately born to Americans living in Mexico. Uh, I mean, I say that jokingly, but it would be helpful to be Latino. Well... <laughs> No, it wouldn't, Mitt. It wouldn't be helpful to be Latino for you at all, and that's partially down to people like you. <laughs> because if Mitt Romney was born to Mexicans, he'd technically already be asking himself to self-deport right now. 
Now, of Palestinians, he said that they, and again I quote, have no interest whatsoever in establishing peace, and then suggested that he would not press for a two-state solution, saying, we have a potentially volatile situation, but we sort of live with it, and we kick the ball down the field and hope that ultimately, somehow, something will happen and resolve it. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, Andy, that might be the most honest answer any American politician <laughs> has ever given for a long time. His policy on the Middle East is essentially... Ah, f*** it. It's pretty much f***ed anyway. <laughs> What's the kind of clear-eyed precision you want from a president, Jonathan? <laughs> also, I mean, it does raise question marks about how he would do as an American football coach. <laughs> All right, boys, uh, kick yeah. it, and then just wait around. Um, I hope for the best. One, two, three, go, team! <laughs> this last two months has basically featured Mitt Romney insulting everyone. <laughs> when he insulted the Olympics, British people were up in arms. Little did we know that we would only be the first line on the back of his Insult Tour 2012 t-shirt. <laughs> they should actually get some of those t-shirts made, Andy. Insult Tour, July 2012, Britain and Poland. August 2012, poor people. September 2012, Latinos, veterans, old people, Jews, Palestinians, people in wheelchairs and at least 47% of the American population. <laughs> I can't wait to see what his October tour dates are, Andy. He is coming for you, the Amish. But it's uh, it's very difficult for Romney uh, to to be seen to share the concerns of ordinary Americans. I guess the closest he can claim to have come to understanding the difficulties faced by ordinary Americans uh, stems from having seen the looks on their faces when he sacked them. And that, that's possibly not quite enough, <laughs> yeah. John, to see him through. I mean, I guess it's a tough situation that he can either claim with this uh, this uh, video taken at this very expensive fundraising dinner. He can claim that he didn't mean it, in which case he looks like mm -hmm. a feckless tool to say anything to anyone if he thought it would benefit him, which actually isn't actually a bad quality to have as a president. Or he can claim that he did actually mean it, which just makes him look like a <laughs> So, <laughs> I, guess, well, I guess maybe he's just appealing to core Republican voters, I don't know. Well, he's hit back at the video saying that he stands by its contents although he admits that his sentiments were not elegantly stated. <laughs> but, but here's the problem, Andy. He's never sounded more comfortable than he did in that video. He's notoriously a stiff man who has struggled to emotionally connect with people. But in that video, for the first time I've ever seen him, his shoulders were relaxed, he sounded completely at home, and you realise that is where he's truly happiest. At dinners where each person is paying $50,000 and you get to whine about poor people. <laughs> As a result, his poll numbers have been sinking like a lead octopus, and his popularity has not just gone through the floor, but he's personally kicked it down the stairs into a special dungeon. It, it does seem, John, that socially, uh, Romney has the delicate touch of a randy rhinoceros in a china shop full of figurines of hot lady rhinoceroses. And he's about as empathetic as a vicar at a funeral, jumping up onto the edge of his pulpit, wearing a replica Grim Reaper kit sticking his arms in the air and shouting, Ooh, <laughs> you're dead! Ah! Ah! You can't breathe, you can't sing, you can't do a f***ing thing. Ah! Und <laughs> underground, underground, you're lying in a box and you're going underground. Underground, where's your pals gone? Where's your pals gone? Stand up if you're not a corpse. Stand up if you're not. You're cold, you're stiff, your family's quite miffed. You're dead. Off to the cemetery you go. You were someone's granddad. They're crying tears of woe. But you'll be gobbled up by worms or else you'll decompose. 
Amen. We will now sing him number 216. You're dead and you know you are. He's like oh, that vicar, John. That is what oh he's like. Oh, God. Andy, you may just have made the next funerals that all of us go to a little awkward. <laughs> well, I know what I should not shout now. So I should definitely not shout that, even though every pulse in my body wants me to. The point is, campaign season has begun, and you'd all better brace yourselves for six weeks of premium-grade bullshit. I'm talking platinum nonsense, and it can get a bit confusing at times, so let me help you. You're going to see and hear a lot of things over the next month and a half that sound a lot like lies, and you might find yourself wondering about how the hell these campaigns can get away with some of them, but the truth is that not all lies are the same. There is a hierarchy of lies. Some are allowable, some are not. There's actually a scientifically measurable scale of fibs that ranges from utter and total bullshit, that's the worst, and descends down through Whoppers, Whoppers <laughs> Junior, Lies, White Lies and Santa. Now, that last <laughs> one, of course, is the most acceptable form of lie available. It's a lie to children to help make the world a bit more bearable, like the Tooth Fairy, where we lie to children by saying that a magic fairy is going to leave you money under your pillow for your tooth, rather than telling them the actual truth, which is, of course, that a tooth fell out of your head and one day everyone you know will die. <laughs> now, <laughs> I do hope you enjoyed that top story. I know what you're thinking now. You also want to listen to a newer episode of The Bugle? Well, go and find it on the internet or at thebuglepodcast.com, which is part of the internet. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.